15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. Welcome to another episode of Back to the Bird, presented by the PodHub Network. My guest today is someone whose voice you may have heard, but you may have never seen his face. He's the man behind the Five Star Matchup YouTube channel, and his name is Steve Mariucci. Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Small correction, it's Marucci. You Marucci. sound like the coach, but that's okay. I'm not offended. Um, I'm doing I'm really sorry. well, man. Thank you. Um, I even asked you before we started. You did, but that's okay. <laughs> Football fans always want to go with Marucci, and I get why, and it's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I just figured I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm trying to be more and more engaged with your channel, but I've just got introduced to it recently. Cool. And I just, I'm so intrigued and. I wanted to ask you, like, okay, what's your connection to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, yeah. how, who is this guy? How How is he such a big fan? So tell us, how did you become a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, um, that's always the first thing everybody wants to ask, especially, like, when they find out that I'm not from Pittsburgh and I haven't never – I've never lived in Pittsburgh. Um, so I grew up in Connecticut, and um, – I have a, you know, like a big Italian family and I was really close with my uncles, two of which uh, in particular. And, you know, they're not far off from my age. So I kind of grew up with them almost more like my brothers. And uh, they were just diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fans um, and got me into it before I could even walk. You know, I mean, there's no time. There's no period in my life like where I didn't know that like, you know, literally the Pittsburgh Steelers are either number one or two in my priorities in my entire life like it was just ingrained into my you know my blood uh my whole life so yeah it, it uh you know it's just a family thing for me and you know once I got a little bit older like early te- you know 10 12 something like that I started watching with my uncles every week like religiously you know once I once I passed like the bar of like oh are you able to like take this seriously enough you know <laughs> and um and then it became like religion to me I mean it, it you know we had Sunday ticket and so it's just every Sunday it's you know I'm not hanging out with friends I'm not out I'm I'm you know Sunday at one o'clock I'm watching football all day with my uncles and that's what we're doing and you know you just absorb things over time and that's you know that's where all of my sort of knowledge and fandom comes from is just really embracing that and them and and all that yeah so that's that's intriguing to me because you know growing up me growing up in the, around the Pittsburgh area it's like it's a religion like yeah Pittsburgh Steelers is a religion and for that religion to be ingrained in someone in Connecticut yeah it seems kind of foreign Well, I mean, I think it's a, so I think there's a couple of things there is that, you know, Connecticut doesn't have a team uh, for one. I mean, a lot of people there are Patriots fans now, but when I was growing up before the Brady era, nobody was a fucking Patriots fan. Like that was not, (laughs) that was not a thing. Like I've seen that really develop over the last 20 years. Um, And, you know, the Steelers just, I mean, it has such a national presence. I mean, I see it on my YouTube channel. I'll get comments from people, a lot of comments from people in Mexico, 
Australia, you know, all, all, all kinds of places that, that, you know, like I just, you never would think of it, but they're there. And it's because, you know, with, with, with people in our, our sort of age group and stuff, like, I think it's just, they were really good in the seventies. So if you have uncles or parents that were growing up at that time, you know, they, they were going to gravitate to the best teams. That's why you see so many people all over the country that are Cowboys fans, Dolphins fans, Steelers fans, because back then it's not like you could just decide to be a Tampa Bay Bucks fan and go out and buy a Jersey. Like it was, a, you know, it was like a whole other, whole other, whole other world back then. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned people around the world being Steelers fans, you being someone from Connecticut and mm-hmm. I assume you've traveled. Yeah. What is the best Steelers bar you've ever gone to? If you've gone to a Steelers bar. Um, yeah. So like, I'm not really like a, I'm not really like a bar person. I know that's like, you know, I have read about Pittsburgh that like. Well, that's that, the chapel. What you- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, no, I, I mean, I've just, I've always watched at home and like, I've always just, you know, I, I've had the home set up and, and, you know, just, you know, like that's the other part of my fandom is that like I was saying is, you know, it's very much about taking the game and the experience of taking in the game and taking it seriously. You know, that's been a that's been a big part of it my whole life. So, you know, the idea of like drinking and stuff during a game, like that was not a thing for me. You know, even today, like I don't drink during a game. Like occasionally I started last year during the duck era. If it were yeah. struggling, you know, if that only makes sense. Yeah, if we were like struggling, I'd start doing. I'd do like a shot at halftime or some shit, just like ah, oh, fuck it, let's go, duck. Like you know, <laughs> um, I did that this week too, actually, so it worked out nicely. But um, yeah, like I don't know, just that idea of like being really super serious about watching it. So yeah, bars and stuff, it's never been a thing because I like to control the. I like to control the environment and. Um, you know, I, it's not a knock on people that do it. I just, I like the personal thing. It's very much like a tight knit thing. Like, you know, for the last few years, um, well, actually the last two years. So um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but the one, the uh, one of my two uncles that I was really close with the really like serious diehard one, he actually suddenly uh, passed away last year. Um, that was actually the impetus for me to start the channel. And that's why I started doing this. Um, but, you know, it was just like this, like, I don't know I just had to take it so seriously and so it would be like you know me and the two uncles and like you know my girlfriend and like you know I have one other friend who's like a diehard Steelers fan his family's originally from Pennsylvania you know and it's just like you know we'd have this team of like five people and everybody's high-fiving each other getting all hyped up so yeah it's just it's just how I it's just how I grew up yeah yeah I mean I'd I'd have to agree with like keeping it tight-knit now that I'm a little older like I used to go to the bars and hang out with all my friends and we'd watch the game at the bar but now, I mean, maybe because I don't live close to my friends anymore. But yeah, for sure. I, I prefer to watch a game in a controlled setting, like you're saying. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's, you know, what I'm really trying to create with Five Star. And, um, you know, I think you've seen it. I think you're in our Discord server, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I'm really just trying to create that vibe that I'm talking about for everyone else, where it's like this, you know, like-minded people, you know, not, I'm very like, the biggest thing for me is I, I really am just, I try to, I've tried to be ahead of like keeping toxic people away and things like that. You know, I, I really hate negativity. <laughs> it really just drives me nuts. Like it, even today or yesterday on social media and you just see all these people complaining, well, they should have beat the Cowboys by 30 fucking points. I'm like, 
dude, they're eight and zero. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I know, I know. It would have been nice if it was a blowout, but also, like, if you can't enjoy your team being eight and zero after what we've all been through this year in real life, not in football yeah. life, then what are you, what are you a fan for? Like, I really don't get it. I don't enjoy it. Just have fun, you know. Soak it up. Absolutely. So let's get into the five star matchup now mm-hmm. that we we. You just told us about your inspirations, your uncle who tragically passed. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank but you. Before that, had you had, you know, an idea of doing something like this, like a YouTube series or based around the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, so I had loose ideas, um, you know, for the last, like, probably since like 16 or 17 uh, I'd wanted to, I think probably starting in 17, I, I was actually downloading all the games and I was cataloging them and my intention was to make some sort of like highlight reel but I hadn't really I hadn't really etched out the idea of like a series or or anything like that or what it would be um but I think what happened was the end of 2017 was so just fucking soul crushing and uh awful that I got turned off of that and uh you know it never really happened and then 2018 was my first year living in the city so that was like a lot of work because I would I still had to go because my uncle is so serious. I told you, like, I had to go home and watch the games. You know, my where I'm from in Connecticut is only like an hour and a half away. But I still like, you know, like I was expected to go home and watch the games yeah, with my yeah. uncle. <laughs> so, you know, like football for that year was just like it was a lot of work for me. I loved it. And also the Steelers just had so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and really a kind of crummy finish to the year and everything. So that just kind of never came to fruition. Um and then, uh, yeah, when he passed away last year, I, I just kind of had this idea of like, I'm going to drive my girlfriend fucking insane because she doesn't care about like if Cam Sutton practiced on Wednesday. Like she's a good fan and everything, but I realized that there's like a limit on this. Like, I, I you know, it's not the same as John where it's like, oh, John, like, I don't know if Tyson Alu is going to be back this week. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. just, so I realized I needed that outlet and that's where I channeled that energy into starting the YouTube channel. and. Um, yeah, just loose ideas, but, um, you know, just kind of picking up experience and getting more efficient at what I do as a video editor. And then the other thing is just gaining confidence as a, I guess, like performer or, you know, whatever. I, that's never been my favorite. I'm definitely somebody who prefers to be behind the camera and behind the computer, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to be the same way. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll stay behind the camera. But then in college, I was forced in front of the camera and I've gotten kind of used to it. Well, you know, I think the other thing there too for me is that um, besides the uncle, that same, like a year before that, my creative partner, we did like YouTube, like uh, like sketch comedy and stuff before that. Mm-hmm. Don't go searching for it, anybody who's listening to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we would do stuff like that. And I, I was really proud of that. And I was okay with being on screen and performing and stuff. But my partner was really more of like, you know, he was the, per- like I felt comfortable because of him. You know what I mean? And, um, and then he actually moved, he lives out in Seattle now. So like, it was just this confluence of events that got me to be like, okay, I'm going to go crazy if I don't find an outlet to talk about the Steelers. And I'm going to go crazy if I don't find an outlet to make something. Um, and then it just did well. That's really like the key. If it, if nobody had watched it and I didn't get any views, um, I would have probably bailed on it after a while, but it just kept doing well. And it just keeps forcing me to do more and more and more work, but I can't complain, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it's something you love, you got to keep doing it. Right? Also, the the other thing, as much as I hated it, 
Duck Hodges was really the reason it started to do well because there was no Duck Hodges videos. And so I realized that would rank really high in the algorithm. And it did. Like my first video that broke got like 40,000 views or something. And I was like, damn oh, it. Wow. <laughs> you know? I mean, because like, it, it was that moment where I was like, I'm so happy that this is successful, but also I just created an eternal amount of work for myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I've, I've noticed with a lot of your work, it's actually, I don't want to talk about that yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to backtrack. Right. Um, yeah. I'm going to backtrack first. There are several YouTube channels that do similar things as to what you do. But what I've noticed with yours is that you have the commentary. Is that something you were trying to do to set yourself apart from these other channels? Yeah, so, well, it is and it isn't. So the commentary I just felt like was necessary um, because I didn't know how to tell the story of the game because that's what I really wanted to do is like, what I love about football is the ebb and flow of the sport itself. Like, that's why I got in the, I got in those big, <laughs> it was, <laughs> really going hard on that pro football focus guy last week who said yeah. Roethlisberger was the 16th best. Cause like, first of all, fuck off. And second of all, like, you know, I don't think you can distill football down to, you know, a grade play to play. Like mm -hmm. you just can't like you either have a guy who can get it done for you or you don't. And, and so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that sort of like the moments in football, because I think you see highlight shows and they just leave out so much like, you know, a 60 yard touchdown catch might be great, but, and it might be fun to watch, but if it was like in a 18 point, you know, like the, you're already up by 20 points or something, it's not really a meaningful play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's so, so I really wanted to talk about that. The commentary just kind of evolved. I really was trying to, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was trying to copy Brett Coleman when I first started, like I wanted to do like a Steelers specific version of that. Okay. And I just quickly realized that I'm a lot better at being silly than I am at analyzing X's and O's. And it's not, it's just that I'm not interested in that. And, you know, I don't need people in my comments section being like, Oh, actually, you know, that was like cover three. Like I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm way better at just coming up with nicknames for, you know, Eric Ebron and like, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's, that's what I'm way more interested in. So, yeah. So that leads into the question I was going to ask before. Your your commentary, me as a Pittsburgh, it's very like reminiscent of Mike Lang. If you okay. know who Mike Lang is, I, I don't, but I'll have to look him up. Mike that. Lang is uh, he's a commentator for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh oh okay yeah yeah commentary. yeah I I know who you're talking about yeah I do I I okay. haven't I I am also a Penguins fan that's the only other Pittsburgh okay. fan I have so yeah I do know who you're talking about I didn't ring the name didn't uh, ring a bell but yeah. Yeah, but like you're, you got these nicknames. You say, some of the same things you say. It's like, where did he pull that from? It's very Mike Lang esque. I was going to ask you if that was kind of where your. Uh, it it all. I mean, it all just comes again from my uncle who passed away. Yeah. Like I just channeled. I channel that energy. He would just come up with you know these ridiculous things like. You know, the one my friend group always talks about, everybody laughs about, is like Roethlisberger overthrew somebody one time, and I was trying to defend him. You know. Cause he was always just going in on Roethlisberger and I was yeah. like, man, you watched fucking Neil O'Donnell and all these guys, <laughs> you know, like why give it, give him a break. And, um, he's, he threw some, he overthrew some pass and he goes, Steve, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar couldn't have caught that pass. And I just like, I just, was like, 
you know, it's, it's that spirit of just like this ridiculously hyperbolic stuff, you know? And I, um, you know, it's really just stream of consciousness. Like, I don't think about that during the week. You know, I, like I might come up with one or two little things just thinking about somebody's name. Mm-hmm. But really, like, they just come in, like, my favorite one, I mentioned Eric Ebron. Like, I love, I love the Abrontosaurus. I think, yeah, like, I'm yeah. so proud of that. <laughs> and I, I, um, that's just, I'm just writing. And I was just like, oh, Ebron, like, you know, like, because, like, week one, I didn't have anything. And I was like, don't call him Lebron. It's Eric Ebron. I was like, that kind of sucks. And then I just was like, for, I, some, for something triggered, like, Brontosaurus. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a good one. And, you know, you just kind of got to stick with them. And sometimes, you know, you'll get feedback from people where it's like, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll be like, you know, Ebrontosaurus, like flame emojis. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess that one, I guess that worked, you know? Yeah. It's like that um, one's stuck. That's... But I mean, it's really just me like reacting, uh, it, you know, at, you know, mid 11 o'clock at night after the game, after I've been working on the show and I'm just like, you know, it just kind of, you know, it's, it's improv mostly. I mean, I write it, yeah. but it's really just coming off the top of my brain. Yeah. So uh, we kind of talked about your community a little earlier, sure. but what um, what do you expect this to ultimately become? Like, do you want to be want it to be something more? Because I mean, being a part of your Discord, it seems like you're wanting consistent feedback and wanting to grow. Where do you yeah. want this brand to go? Um. So I I want to be barstool for nerds. That's what I want to be. I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I want to be. I mean, <laughs> I, I just think like you know as a, as like a creative person and somebody who went to like, you know, school for like visual media and stuff. Yeah. I think that they're like, I've often faced the thing of people assume that I wouldn't be like a good or real sports fan because I'm like, whatever I'm like, you know, (laughs) I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to chug 40 beers and like, fuck you, my fucking guy. Like, you know, I'm like, I like to be a little more like thoughtful and stuff about my fandom. And so, um yeah i just i i want to create something that's not like this sort of like stereotypical like toxic masculinity and and um you know i really just try to embrace all different kinds of people i mean some of the people that i have in my community are stuff there are people that i'm just like i i don't know how you're a steelers fan i don't even but but then i but then i find myself and i'm like oh i'm doing the same thing like that people did to me before so like you know whatever like (laughs) if you like the Steelers, if you like the black and gold, like I'm here for you, you know, so whatever. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really trying to build a community. I I just, you know, I I just, I just want to be a, like a comforting thing, you know, a communal comforting thing for people where we could just talk and, you know, more or less hang out and just have that vibe of, you know, I'm not like a, a person that just exists in the computer. Like I am a human being and we can talk about stuff and, you know, but let's just, let's not talk about politics or anything. Let's just talk about yeah. football and maybe occasionally <laughs> penguins, you know, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, I do, I do have big aspirations though. Honestly, I, I think, you know, what this limited sample size of the last year has shown me is that there's a hole for this. Like there's an opening for this, I think. Um, and I, I just want to keep expanding it. Like, I don't want to give the ideas out. But like ultimately, like I think you, I think I could expand this to be a thing where there's one of me for every team. Yeah. You know, and it ke- it takes a really specific skill set. I realize that, so that's why I'm okay saying it because there really aren't. I'm not like trying to bla- brag. There's just there's not that many people that could like turn this kind of shit around this quickly. So I realize like there's a, you know a, a lift there, 
but I'm nailing down the process this year of like recording the games in real time and doing what I do and, and, you know, nailing down the process so that like in coming years, I could try to expand it. But right now I just really want to focus on the, you know, specifically five-star matchup in the Steelers, but I, I don't see any reason it couldn't be something like SB nation where there's a version for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned the turnaround and after talking with you through DMs, I realized how much hard work this is in such little time. And I just want to say that takes a very gifted and patient person. <laughs> so explain, explain to the listeners and the viewers, what is your work process? Like what's the workload? What, what kind of process do you sure. go through to put these videos out? Okay. Um, so yeah. So first of all, um, I think the most important part of that is that I live with the most ridiculously large chip on my shoulder and just, <laughs> I just want to fucking win. <laughs> like, I just want to be the best at the thing I'm doing. So it, it, it takes me being a little crazy to, to get that done. Um, but as far as like the workflow process, previously, like last year, I would use whatever to capture the, I would use Game Pass to capture the footage after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a real pain in the ass because you're doing like, it's like a VCR. Like I'm going through Game Pass and I'm finding, oh, here's where that play was. Here's where that play was. And it's just not efficient. So I realized that this year to like really rank, I needed to get stuff out every Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, so I invested in like a really high-end computer I built uh, from scratch over quarantine. And um <clears throat> That enables me to like capture everything in real time. So I'm str- I'll str- I stream Sunday Ticket and watch it, but my computer's also recording and I record it, you know. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, in real time. And so right after the game, I have, you know, all of it ready to go. I throw it into Premiere and then just do like a rough cut of, you know, I just start at the beginning and just what do I want? And I'm kind of like during watching the games now, like I'm producing in real time, like I'm coming up in my head, like, oh, that was a big play. Like that was something that mattered. Like, especially like little things, like it's easy to remember where a touchdown or interception is. Like, I'm not going to leave that out. Yeah. But like, there'll be like little moments where, you know, I'll realize like, oh, that was like a really big third and two, you know? And that, that speaks to that ebb and flow I was talking about where I think like people don't always think about little, little plays. Um, and so, yeah, I produce, I kind of produce in real time. And then just after the fact, I just go through and I cut out all the stuff that I'm not going to use. And then I'm left with a timeline of maybe like 24 minutes worth of content because I leave in all the replays and stuff. So I have yeah. it there. And then um, then I just start whittling down. And so, so once I get my little timeline, I'll go back. Then I start at the beginning and then I write. And so then I'll, I'll, I'll have the, the timeline and a Google Doc open. And I'll just you know write my little intro, what play I think I'm going to open with. And then just co- and then just write commentary for every play. Then I record that. Then I put that in, and then I cut the video to fit the audio. Then I do the music. Then I do the graphics, whatever else. And yeah, I mean, not at, like this week was a little bit uh, shitty because the four thirty, you know, it, it gives me three less hours. So yeah. that kind of sucks. Um, One o'clock games, you know, I'm usually finished. I'm usually able to go to bed by three. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just because I want to do good. Like, I just want to do a good job. Like, I could get it done quicker if I wanted to. But I just, you know, I don't know. I want it to be good. And I, I, 
I'm okay with like being dead on Monday because I work from home. So it's like, you know, it's not like I have to get up and put pants on and like drive somewhere. Like I just, I roll out of bed and like, even if I'm dead, like, you know, I have to talk to coworkers on Skype for half an hour and do a little editing. Like, you know, I can deal with it for 16 weeks or hopefully this case 21 weeks or more this year, I, I hope. Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, I believe it's 3.7 thousand subscribers. Something like that. Yeah. I think we all appreciate your hard work <laughs> and we're glad that you do this. And yeah. We yeah, just, no. We definitely appreciate the work you put in. Your content's great. And I look forward to seeing you do more. I appreciate it, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of work, but it's so, it's so, it's the most gratifying thing I've ever done in my life. You know, I, I've like, I've been hired for, you know, I've had jobs in the industry for a long time and, you know, they like pay the bills and everything, but I just don't care, Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like this, like, I'm just, I'm just so willing to put everything I have into it because of the comments. Like, I, like, it's just so cool, you know, to have just like, to put something out there. And like, even when I have a, like, if it's not a great start to the analytics or something, like, I still have to take a step back and I'll be like, man, like I remember a time when I would literally kill to get 50 views on a video. Yeah. <laughs> like literally I would kill. And like, you know, I'll have a half an hour where the video get, you know, debuts and gets like 400 views or something. And I'm like, oh man, it's like doing less good than like last week or whatever. And I'm like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Like you, <laughs> like it's, it's okay. Like it's, you know, so yeah, I, I appreciate the, the kind words though, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I'm, I was, I'm appreciative of you coming onto the show and yeah. being able to open up a little bit. It's, it's awesome to finally get to know the man behind <laughs> the five-star matchup. No, I, I, uh, I couldn't appreciate you having me more. It's really, it is fun. Like this is the kind of stuff that I want to do, but I just, it doesn't really fit what I'm doing in any capacity. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to like, I don't want to be that guy on YouTube who gets people to subscribe for content. And then all of a sudden it's like, surprise, I'm doing like a vlog where I'm going to like <laughs> Walmart, you know, like <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I appreciate having the opportunity to, to hop on and talk about stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And now the weather expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April, and we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See TaxAct.com for details. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.